Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. I once had an elderly patient of mine very closely approach kidney dialysis. She had recently established her care with me as her new primary care physician, and she was a diabetic, hypertensive patient taking over 12 prescription medications. I sent a referral for her to see a kidney specialist in order to commence dialysis. But after having met with her a couple of times, getting to know her and asking her some questions, I realized something was just not quite right. She was actually confused about which medications she was even actually taking. So I insisted that she bring her medication bottles with her to the next visit. And lo and behold, she had several repeat bottles of the same medications, and she was astonishingly taking all of them. It was overwhelming her kidneys, taking the maximum limit of several drugs, and this caused her kidneys to malfunction and begin to shut down. She was nearly set for dialysis. If I hadn't asked her to bring her bottle, something as simple as that, to review individually, this patient may have endured some unnecessary medical suffering. Therefore, learning how to take charge of your health as a patient is truly a must, and making your doctor's visits as smooth and efficient as possible will help return that sense of self-control and satisfaction. So today, I would like to discuss the five things that you should never do at the doctor's office so that something like this doesn't happen to you. But first, just a short word that makes this podcast possible. Did you know that you can buy thermometers, blood pressure cuffs, and first aid kits on Amazon? As a busy physician and parent, I'm an avid Amazon shopper, and I have been for many years, even prior to this sponsor. And I actually even purchased the entire contents of my home doctor's bag, including the bag itself, all on Amazon to include these items. It's fast and convenient. And if you start from the banner on quickanddirtytips.com slash Amazon, you help support our network. Just go to quickanddirtytips.com slash Amazon and look for the banner. So the following five tips alone will help keep you from some very common medical pitfalls. Number one, so let's start at the beginning. Make sure to confirm your appointment day and time at least 48 hours in advance. Even though my staff is very well-trained and experienced, mistakes and misunderstandings happen. And for whatever reason, every once in a while, I still see a patient who tells me that they thought that their appointment was at a different time slot. If the doctor is booked, this may mean that the patient needs to reschedule. And some doctors and dentists, eye doctors, acupuncturists, hairstylists, masseuse, etc., offices even charge a fee for missing an appointment. Therefore, in order to avoid any last-minute surprises, if the doctor's office has not called you to confirm the appointment, then please first make sure to call them yourself. Number two, don't forget to bring your medication bottles. For those of you who can recite the names and doses of your meds in your sleep, this may not be an issue. But for the rest of us, especially those taking multiple medications, even pronouncing something like lisinopril hydrochlorothiazide, which is a very commonly prescribed generic blood pressure medication, is a lot to ask. 
And if you're on multiple medications, remembering that list becomes even more daunting. I know what you're thinking. Doesn't my doctor have an electronic version of my medications on my chart? The answer is yes. However, doctors know to never rely on a computer rather than their live patients. Even if the patient is supposed to be on a medication on their list, it doesn't mean that they are actually taking it. So physically viewing the bottles is irreplaceable information. In addition, if I need to tweak a blood pressure medication, for instance, and the patient is on multiple ones, having physical access to their bottles will allow me to not only point them out individually, but also to write on the bottle when I ask them to make any changes. So bringing your bottles to your visits will help eliminate errors and misunderstandings. Number three, please, please do not forget to turn your cell phones off. As a physician, I do carry my cell phone on my white coat, but I keep it on vibrate. And I am proud to say that I have never to this date answered it while in an exam room or even looked to merely see who is calling. Why? Because I strongly believe in common courtesy, most especially in a professional setting such as the doctor's office. Also, it interrupts the visit flow. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves as a doctor. I lose my train of thought and it takes me time to regroup. Along the same lines, I have asked my staff to never interrupt me while I am with a patient unless it's absolutely dire. The only time I now get interrupted is during a true patient emergency, which is infrequent, unless a patient answers their cell phone. And I simply ask the same of my patients. Please do not forget to turn your cell phones off. This is one of the most disrespectful things that I can do to a patient. And frankly, I would expect the same courtesy in return as a physician. Number four, please do not lie about your health. If you drink a bottle of whiskey every night, if you smoke weed all day long, if your anus itches, if you have the most unsightly fungal growth on your toenails, peculiar hair growth on places there shouldn't be, or a rash in a potentially private body part, please tell your doctor, we are not here to judge you and we cannot help unless you are completely forthcoming. And for the record, there truly is nothing that we have not heard. Many, many times. And lastly, do not lie about not following through with your treatment plan. Just last week, I had one of my very kind diabetic patients follow up with me in clinic after having labs drawn. Her lab result called the hemoglobin A1c, which is a reflection of the previous three-month blood glucose averages, was relatively unchanged from her previous one three months ago. We had initiated a new medication for improved glucose controls at that time and had discussed some dietary changes that can reduce her blood sugar levels. So what happened? You caught me, doc. I never started that medication that you prescribed. I filled the prescription and I planned on starting it, but my neighbor convinced me to try an herbal remedy for diabetes instead. Well, did you follow our nutrition plan then, I asked. Yeah, I started to follow the plan, but reverted back to my old habits, unfortunately. After having flown to the East Coast to visit my family, my sister is the best chef. It was so hard to resist. Okay, well, good to know. 
Because if she wasn't forthcoming about her lack of adherence to our treatment plan, my next step would have actually been to increase her current dose or change the medications around. And increasing her medication dose or, or changing her meds really would not have been the right thing to do, knowing that she's not taking it in the first place. That's why it hasn't changed. It's also important to know if patients are taking any over-the-counter supplements because they are not all safe, effective, or FDA-approved. Therefore, being honest about your adherence to the treatment plan is vital, and if you suspect any obstacles on the way before the treatment plan is agreed upon, then please don't be shy to say so. For instance, if you know that you're going on vacation and you can't stick to the plan, tell your doctor that beforehand. A treatment plan should really be one that both the doctor and patient create together and both agree upon. The plan can be devised in clinic, but it's you, the patient, who will need to execute and do the hard work. And there you have it, five things that you should never forget to do at the doctor's office. These simple five tips set a solid foundation for a more efficient and productive visit. So share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest pages. If you learned anything here today or you simply enjoy all things medical, you can also listen and subscribe to the House Call Doctor podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. But please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only, and it doesn't substitute any medical advice, and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. So please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. Catch you next time.